The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Here we are in our cavernous TNT-made hidey hole with Wolfie. Yeah, you! You! Taking all that time to, to woof to begin the episode. But let's grab him and exit out of what uh, is now the front door. And continue on to the Far Lands here in episode 577. As we organize our inventory, let's get our health up to full. And yeah... Look east, look west, walk west, here in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3. It is, it is Tuesday. This episode is being published on Tuesday, March 29th, 2016, but recorded on March 28th. I record these a day early, usually, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm being productive. Uh, this is being recorded on March 28th. Which is an important date, an important date to remember in Far Lands or Bustitude. March 28th, 2011 is the day episode 11 of what was then Adventures in Minecraft. Uh, but now, Far Lands or Bust, episode 11 was uploaded five years ago today, and that is the episode that I said nay! This will not be your standard Minecraft Let's Play. I will depart my spawn point and my hastily put together mountaintop, snowtop cabin. I will depart. I will head west and try to reach these far lands that uh, up until recently were not discussed much because uh, Notch had just recently posted that blog post about the terrain generation. It was called Terrain Generation Part 1, and there was never a Part 2. <laughs> but uh, that's where he, he described the, the algorithms that went into Minecraft's terrain generation and then coined the term Farlands based on the, the errors he knew existed when one uh, was out at the 12.5 million blocks from spawn mark with the terrain generation, and then how he declared that he wouldn't bother fixing them. He was in no rush to fix the Far Lands, because nobody in normal gameplay would ever encounter them. Uh, so that's when I said, let's go! <laughs> Let us prove that wrong, and let's try to encounter them in normal gameplay, which is why I've stuck to my word in playing in vanilla Minecraft. No flying, no teleporting. Uh, literally just playing vanilla Minecraft, walking to the Far Lands, west to the Far Lands, for the past five years. So that is pretty crazy indeed. It was, what was it, March 6th? God, I always forget the date. I think it was March 6th or March 9th, where episode 1 went up, which is important. The first Let's Play I decided to do on the channel, but episode 11 is the date that we started this journey. We've had some consistency, some inconsistency, some some pit stops, some distractions along the way, but for five years we can say we've been walking west to the Far Lands in Minecraft. Not always Minecraft Beta 173, but that's where we stopped updating because 1.8 is uh, where they finally did 
fix, quote-unquote, the Farlands. And uh, we don't want that. <laughs> we don't want that at all. We want the unfixed, uh, the true version of the Farlands here in Beta 173. And that is where we will continue onwards and upwards and westwards. I found it quite interesting. I checked out the, the world save size uh, in the menu. You know, when you load your, your, your Minecraft world, it tells you the size of the save. 21,221.0 megabytes. <laughs> To one two two one megabytes of the world saves, so twenty one point two two one gigs. About whereabouts? I know gigabytes and whatever are calculated differently, but that's that's what I'm sticking with, and uh, we'll certainly be more than that as we continue through this episode. Of course, let us not forget another important number: our child's play charity fundraiser over at farlandsorbust.com. $30,811, of the way to our $60,000 goal for Season 6 here. I appreciate the continued support, the continued donations, and the continued questions and topics with your donations. Uh, when you donate, uh, much appreciated, and uh, that's helping get toys, books, games, and kids in hospitals around the world, as, as Child's Play Charity does, and as we've been supporting them since June. June 2011, uh, another another milestone to, to make sure you put down on your calendars. Very exciting, very exciting indeed. But yeah, five years. There's a lot of five-year, uh, you know, anniversaries this year <laughs> for a lot of people. 2011 was, uh, some people started earlier, but 2011 was a pretty... Pretty popular year for, for a lot of, uh, at least in the circles we belong to, friends and, and YouTubers to to have started up with this this crazy little thing. <laughs> so we were getting a lot of five-year anniversaries happening here and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting to reflect and also to look forward and that is where we will be going forward. I do feel like, I do feel like, I have a couple things, I do feel like uh, this, I was looking for a, a good way to, to make this a milestone and I do feel like this is probably the perfect use for our pink wool we've been carrying around. Uh, we haven't seen a pink sheep in a long time. It would be very appropriate if we saw one this episode, but I won't be disappointed if we don't. Uh, but yeah, I think it would be a good idea to make to make a monument at the end of this episode to say this is five years later. Uh, make a little marker, make a little uh, sign saying so. Just to, to have a, a little bit of a just a little bit of a, a history here in the map. Of course, all these all these little markers and milestones exist all the way back east there in this save file. I've gotten still many a message about having an overviewer map. I've kind of put that on the back burner as as other things have taken precedent. The the stream a day a weekday thing I'm doing the. Uh, uh, the patron server, the keeping up with, with Farlands or Bust, and, you know, other things that, that just continue to happen on on the tubes and off. But we'll, that's, that's still a, an interest of mine to get working. It simply might not work. <laughs> uh, what with this being such an old version of the game and an old version of the save, the save files have, have changed once or twice since this time, and if I want to use an overviewer program, I'll have to use uh, probably a current 
version of an overview program, which would only take the current version format of a Minecraft save, so I'd have to convert it, which might cause some problems. Also takes, like, a long time. I don't even know how to estimate that. Uh, I've had many suggestions, uh, and, and I appreciate those, and I still look at those, but... Uh, the, the truth of the matter is, it's it's not our primary concern, and, and maybe it might not be ever a thing that we will be able to do, is to get a, an overviewer, a top-down map of the of the Minecraft Far Lands or Bust world. Uh, I'm not sure. It's it's hard to say, but we'll 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 continue thinking about that. And uh, but but right now, like I said, we have we have other primary uh, concerns. We have other priorities. Would be the word I was looking for there. Indeed. That's a little bit of a little bit of Kurt J Mac news over the weekend. I was I was very happy to participate in a a local YouTuber meetup with the SMB Live server. Uh, honestly, not uh, before this, not a not a, not a group, not a server. I had really heard. Uh, I've heard I heard of I, I've heard the name or whatever, but I, I really hadn't looked into or watched any content of. But uh, our friend MK the Worst was coming down to Phoenix for this this meetup and and invited us uh, to to participate so I did and it was uh, it was good times indeed I didn't mention it I mentioned it to my patrons and then I did tweet about it but I decided not to make a big deal out of it and uh, perhaps might not make the most you know sense to some of you but uh, I you know since it wasn't a it wasn't a mindcrack meetup it wasn't a Kurt J Mac or Farlander meetup uh, it, it was somebody else's another group's meet up and it was kind of more about all of them getting together and hanging out with each other more so than like a public have all the fans meet us. Uh, a few patrons uh, did show up of mine and, and Far Lands Bust fans and was able to say hello to them and uh, give them a, a, a signed postcard or whatever or a picture and uh, that was really cool and I appreciate everybody who did show up and uh, I had a good time and I, yeah I, I was really glad that uh, MK invited me to that. It's good good to hang out. I do need I, I, I need to remember that uh, sometimes face-to-face, uh, in-person contact kind of tends to trump the internet contact, I suppose, from time to time. It's, 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 good. it's, it's a good thing, as, as Martha Stewart would say. So I'll perhaps have to try to work in a little bit more of that for myself every now and again. Uh, of course, next month, PAX East is coming up, and that's something to be excited about. It's the first time I'll be going to that. And, uh, yeah, it, it, in overall, we, we met a few. I met a few. We. <laughs> I met a few. What, you got a mouse in your pocket? No, I met a few uh, local uh, Arizonian YouTubers who, who perhaps in the future would be cool to hang out with or whatever. But, uh, yeah, uh, that was fun. That was fun. We uh, were at, like, an arcade, played some arcade games, did some, did some bowling, and uh, good times were had. So, yeah, I really... Uh, that 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 made me feel good. So let's go to sleep and continue to those far lands in the morning. And awakeness. And can I make this jumpness? Yes, I can. Lower. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna continue on here. We are going to continue on for a couple days. I'll maybe. Oh, dang it. Guess, guess we gotta swim. I'll maybe try to find a place near the end of the third day. Kind of a pseudo-monument area that's impressive to, to make a little 
tower of pink wool to denote five years of walking west to the far lands. And of course, it's not a five continual years. Like I said, we don't we don't make these episodes every day, and we don't you know we we don't make the same amount of progress all the time. Things things come up or whatever. But uh, I think it's still still worth noting the five year anniversary, the five year five years of flob. Well, actually, it wasn't called flob until June. But uh, you get my gist. I went back and I and I. I, I I named all the previous episodes Far Lands or Bust so everybody would everybody would understand, everybody would get the gist of the show. That was another thing. It was a I don't know if anybody remembers it was a YouTube show. YouTube introduced these things called shows uh, that were above and beyond playlists where you could make a show. Uh, it would almost appear as its own channel, which I'm I, I can't uh, I was always back and forth about whether or not that was a good thing. Uh, but we got shows enabled on our channel, and I made a Farlands Robust show with each season. It was set up like as... It, it, the system seemed to be made specifically for like actual television shows uh, to be put on YouTube. Uh, so I made a, a Farlands Robust show. I made a Mindcrack show for each of the seasons. I made a Kerbal Space Program show. I think I also made Driver San Francisco as a show... That one didn't make as much sense because it was just a single season of content. Uh, but that was like a good... It was a good and bad thing. Bad thing because it made its own channel. So there were a lot of people finding the Farlands or Bust show or the whatever Kerbal Space Program show. They would subscribe to that and not my channel, I think. So therefore they would only get updates to that show and not everything on my channel. Perhaps, perhaps that was great for the viewers or whatever who didn't who didn't, didn't watch any of my other content or just wanted this specific content, uh, or you know, for my own sake, it was bad for not being able to introduce other people to new content. Uh, those people to new content, um, it was good because then also in the ooh, <laughs> this would have been a great place for one of these monuments. Oh man, too late now though, or too early now actually. Oh look at this, this is great. This is great for. At least maybe a screenshot or something. Uh, so yeah, it was good because it also... It caused the show to show up in, in search results separately. Uh, so it kind of... I'm not sure how or why, and perhaps it wasn't intended. But, uh, Wolfie. There you go. One more time. Perfect. Perfect. Well done. Well done. Uh, yeah, it would it would show up... In the search results, like it would show obviously Kurt J. Mack's channel, but it would also show even near the top the show. And I think a lot of, and the reason I get a lot of requests, I don't have any shears. Yeah, my shears. No, there they are. I built uh, my shears broke recently, but I built new ones. All right, I was just not seeing them. I was I'm blinded by the by the shears. Uh, yeah, a lot of people who came via the Kerbal Space Program came via the show, because when you searched, I saw when you searched Kerbal Space Program just on YouTube, my show was at the top of the results. Not even the official Kerbal Space Program channel or squad channel was up there. Uh, So a lot of people found my series and me via that, whether or not that was... You know, had I not had that show, perhaps... 
perhaps nobody would have, or not, not as many people would have found me through that. And again, that's a good, bad thing. Um, I'm not sure. It, it's, it's a really tough thing to say. They did, once they started rolling out this whole YouTube One thing and the Google Plus shenanigans that I never signed up for, they said they were getting rid of shows. So folks like myself, Good had a bunch of shows for his Space Chickens and his Minecraft series and stuff. It started to run into problems where they started to require... Because, like I said, that system was intended, or at least seemed to have been built around, the, the intent to be for actual television shows. You had to give your show a rating, like an actual, like, this is rated by the ratings board of, of whatever, television MPAA or whatever. You know, the, the television ratings you get, at least in here in the United States, they're different elsewhere. For, you know, this is this is rated Y for everyone, or, or uh, TV... 12 or 13 or whatever the different ratings are based on content us being simple simpleton uh, YouTube gaming makers uh, usually didn't rate our shows because they didn't need to be because they were never broadcast or, or we didn't know what they should be so the shows and the episodes that were unrated would show up as not rated as in not, you know, as in maybe explicit even, and I remember getting a lot of complaints of people wanting to watch, if they weren't logged in, wanting to watch a show, and it would show up, oh, this contains mature content, uh, potentially, or whatever, you need to log in and confirm your age before you can watch, like, an episode of Far Lands or Bust from way back in the day, or an episode of Kerbal Space Program, or, or Mindcrack, and started to go back and edit individually, you had to go into each individual stinking little episode in the show interface to to specify this is TV or this is for everyone or you had to say this is not not applicable or so, there was something you had to do uh, to unlock that and that just became so overwhelming <laughs> uh, for an episode for you know back in that time you know for a series even with, as far lands or bus with uh, ooh nice dome nice dome you got there mountain uh, for for a series that had over at the time 200 300 episodes was was a bit of a, a understatement that that was overwhelming it was an under overwhelming statement <laughs> that uh, decided and they were saying oh we're just going to get rid of the shows interface so we all decided to just delete those shows and i still see them however like i still see the interface like i could still make it a show and i do wonder a lot of stuff happened at that time, but I do wonder if removing those shows is, is something that did impact people's availability, or I'm sorry, ability to, say, search and find search results for Far Lands of Bust. Well, I mean, if you search Far Lands of Bust, obviously you're going to find me, or, you know, uh, whatever, for Kerbal Space Program, for Far Lands of Bust, for Mindcrack or whatever. So I wonder, you know, if I wonder if maybe I shouldn't have deleted the shows or whatever, but I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've not heard a, a single peep. You never hear a single peep out of YouTube from it. I don't notice that much else with the show interface, so... We are continuing as is, and I went on a wild tangent on that. Wow. But a little bit of a behind-the-scenes YouTube things I've gone through in the past five years with Kurt J. Mac story there. Let's get to a different story, perhaps some stories that will be spurred on by questions from donors to Child's Play Charity here. Xavier Penguin once again returns to ask 
what I think of Team Palindrome versus Team Breakers or Team Fixers when it comes to the donation amounts or donation totals and the battles that will last for eternity due to the nature of these types of donations. During Zeldathon and uh, donations, there was quite a bit happening there. I feel like, and then Cone Dodger comes back and says, do you have team allegiances? A lot of great, great googly mountains. Great mountains and landscapes here five years on. Thank you, Minecraft. Oh, that's neat. I love that shadow. Like, Minecraft doesn't have a dynamic shading system, but simply because that uh, tree is directly above this mountain, it looks like it's casting a shadow sideways. Well done. Well done, Minecraft. Of course, when we come to the end of the next day, it's going to be all just flat planes that I'm going to have to decide where to put this monument. Uh, sorry, but then Cone goes on to ask, uh, do you have team alliances as far as their donation numbers go? Same question, pretty much. Uh, and I was seeing that back and forth as we were getting closer and closer and closer to the 30,000 that people were changing it, changing it back, changing it, changing it back. And... Uh, yeah, that's a thing that happens with all donations. I don't think it's as crucial or as apparent in Far Lands of Bus simply because we are such a slow-burning fundraiser. It's more apparent, and I noticed it more during Flabathons, during livestream fundraisers like Zeldathon or Desert Bus or whatever, because the number is right there on the screen. People can interact and, and cheer for their teams in the chat live and watch the number live change. Whereas here, in Farlands or Busts, it, it, there's a lot of delayed gratification, I suppose, in that we don't actually have a live, continual running total uh, from from episode to episode uh, like that. It's it's just one of the one of the differences. I haven't. I mean, there are some, but I haven't seen. Careful, Wolfie, away from the cactus. I haven't seen too many other, uh, perhaps because it is such a slow, long-duration fundraiser, kind of a slow burn, that uh, the majority of fundraisers, gaming fundraisers, happen live-streamed as opposed to uh, like this, uh, which is fine. I, I, I'm unique. Not totally unique. I've seen some things like this, but I think it, I think it works out well, and, and as long as you guys have fun, and as long as we're supporting... Our, our, our chosen charity of choice, Child's Play Charity. It's all in good spirit and good fun, whatever we can do to make a game out of it, just like we made a game out of reaching $30,000, so that I'll continue Far Lands Bus Fridays onward. You know, there's, it's, it's all in goodness. It's all in goodness, everybody. Right, Wolfie? Right. <laughs> Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <sighs> And awakeness. But to answer the question, I have no allegiances because they all are working towards that common goal. <laughs> what a what a boring answer, Kurt. We wanted we wanted to start a fight. <laughs> oh man. Jingle Stog asks, what's the plan for the Cavalier? Pro stock drag car? Yes! <laughs> oh man, I don't think that'd be possible. Uh, I still have the Cavalier. Uh, I still drive it around occasionally when need be. Uh, drove it around uh, over the weekend for during the the meetup stuff uh, here in in uh, in the in the locality. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Well done, Minecraft with the terrain. Thank you very much. Woof. Wolfie agrees as well. Uh, so it still gets some use. Certainly not as much use as, as it had in the past. Uh, the plan is. 
I'm hoping. <laughs> I need to find some priorities, but I'm hoping to not renew it another year and sell it. I've mentioned I really tend to not really want to deal with just trying to sell it on personally, uh, just to avoid that situation. I'll, I'll see. I'll see what whatever CarMax or something can give me for it. It still it still runs. It's still uh, really cold air conditioning, which is especially helpful here in Phoenix. And uh, no, no no problems I've had with it. Uh, still less than a hundred thousand miles, uh, so I can I can get something for it. I'll see what what like CarMax will give me for it or whatever to make the the car selling uh, easy on me. Uh, and then the the empty space in the garage will hopefully certainly the, the selling the Cavalier isn't gonna make up for that uh, the required budget to uh, to fill that empty spot in the garage with with classic and or fun car Kurt J. Mack 2016 probably 2017 who knows but uh, that that's the plan I mean it's it's been a it's been a good car but I tend not to try to get too sentimental about such things my my sentimental senta my, my, my mentality my sentimentality uh, right now belongs to the the Subaru and the uh, you know the potential for fun car Kurt J Mack having this uh, in the near future that'd be great but uh, yeah we'll we'll see that's the plan anybody in in Phoenix and in, in the in the market for a 11 year old Cavalier would be make a great first car safe has airbags uh, doesn't have anti-lock brakes though I got the option without anti-lock brakes cold air conditioning <laughs> uh, all that other stuff good mileage per gallons and stuff, new brakes. <laughs> what, what, what more could you ask for? Uh, so yeah, that's that's the plan for that, I suppose. Uh, what else here? Crumbelina. Whoops. If you had to seek asylum, why am I needing to seek asylum from the U.S.? The reason is unknown. Oh, okay. Thank you for for, for completing the storyline. In another country, what country would you choose? Here are a few options: Brazil, Switzerland, Russia, Cuba. Well, I don't know about any of those. Switzerland sounds okay. Sweden sounds a little bit better. Iceland? Iceland just seems like a nice place. Everything I know about Iceland, I've learned from Sigurros. So they obviously make it sound like a preferable place to, to be and, and, and to live. And, and I hear they're, they're, they're generally okay. Isn't Finland like the one with like the number one either like life index there's like an index of like quality of life based on like the happiness of the people the the, the, the crime the, the the stability and the 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 democratic weanings of the the the, the government uh, and and you know what they do for their citizens uh, I think Finland is at the top of the list the United States is like 13 or 14 I think but uh yeah I don't know. I've never seriously, obviously, considered that. Uh, I mean, Canada would be all right because that would mean I'd be. Well, I suppose if I'm seeking asylum, uh, I don't know all the laws about that. <laughs> like, would Canada just be like, no, <laughs> we're not, we're not getting any problems into the problems with the U.S. or anything like that. You're not welcome. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that. That'd be interesting. Australia, New Zealand, New Zealand. Uh, that would be neat. It'd be interesting to have a different. Night sky, I suppose, a completely different night sky every night on the southern hemisphere. 
But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep those options open. <laughs> oh, man. Yole Ole asks, per the discussion about cologne and perfume a couple weeks ago, is there a scent or a smell that elicits a strong memory of a person or event? This is one of those things that I could only tell you when it's happening. Because there are some situations where I get a sense of deja vu or whatever. But I don't know what they are until they happen. Like, I want to say there's something to do with, like, popcorn or movie theater smell. That makes me think of seeing Jurassic Park for the first time. First time, I think it was, like, my 10th or 11th birthday or something when that came out. Uh, I could do the math, but I'm not going to. Uh, that elicits that memory, maybe, I think. But then again, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to sit I'd have to sit and waft in it for a while. There's... I mean, people, of course, that you have different scents that remind you of, like, uh, your grandma's house or, or whatever, uh, depending, depending on certain things, I think. Yeah, yeah, I could probably, I could probably think of a... But it, it's not like, it smells like this. It's like, it's just that, oh, that's grandma's house smell. I can't describe you. It's, it's like uh, uh, oranges or, you know, whatever. It's not oranges. Uh, you, you can't describe it. It's just the combination of whatever cleaning supplies they use or, or whatever they, uh, you know, whether or not they smoked or not or, or whatever, uh, that that would elicit those responses. So, yeah, that I, I isn't it the case that smell is the, the, the top memory jogger or, you know, where, where we hold the strongest memories for some reason just because of the location of the the smell, the olfactory uh, complex in your brain is right next to the memory center or something like that. So I would say yes, but I don't have specific things I can, I can say. There are some, you know, I know some people with some negative connotations to smell. Uh, like, oh, they were, they were, they were eating a, a, a mint chocolate chip ice cream cone, and then, for whatever reason, as a kid, they got a nosebleed right then and there, uh, so now they can't be anywhere near mint chocolate chip ice cream, because it just makes them think of their nosebleed all over the place, or whatever, you know? So, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if there's any like that off the top of my head, either. My memory is poor. Very, very poor. And look at this. I'm trying to find, I'm looking for, like, a nice... Nice place to set up a, a, a little tiny pink wool five-year monument. And and as I said, we're in some some very uninspiring flat swamplands here. Let's very quickly see if we can cover more ground on boat to see if anything materializes over the horizon here. Materializes. Uh, let's get through one more question while we're doing this. Palette hands, how do you how do you sleep at night? They asked me to actually ask it like that. How do you sleep at night? Foam or feather pillow? I, I, I've, well, at like hotels and stuff, you end up with feather pillows, but I've never owned feather pillows. My mom and sister were allergic to feather pillows, so we never had them in the house. So it's always been foam pillows. I'm currently looking for new pillows. Uh, got some from Ikea, and I found them to be a bit too poofy and, and like neck or cranky, cranky, you know what I mean? Like, it just, just not quite right. I'm, I'm con it's, pillows are a hard thing to shop for. Even, 
you know, people say, oh, don't buy them online or whatever. But even like in the store or whatever, how do you test out a pillow in the store? I always find myself just putting the pillow down and then plopping my head on the shelf on the pillow. That's no, that's no direct comparison of how it is sleeping at night. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll we'll figure out <laughs> pillow situations. I've lost some sleep over that. Literally, because it's directly related to sleep. But yeah, I, I stick with the the synthetic pillows. I've not tried, I've considered trying, but I've not gotten around to it. You know, the, the memory foam pillows are supposedly good, but I, I those are a little bit more pricey, and maybe I should just, whatever. It's a pillow, man. Sleep is the most important, whatever, a third of your life is spent sleeping. So spend spend more on your your car that you barely drive and and not not on on the pillow on, upon which you rest your your weary head at night. Uh, all right, we're running out of sunlight here, so I feel like, uh, hmm, ha, huh, no, come back, come back, son. I'm not done, son, <laughs> sunny boy, come back. I'm not done with you. Let's do this. Right, oh, all those amazing landscapes. And, and, and this is where you leave me. <laughs> all right, well, how about the top of this little gentle hill here? Above a cave system, which is surely going to kill us. Okay, this hill, over, that, that, that looks like a place. This is a nice. Yeah, that looks like a place that, that, that requires some pink wool. I'm sorry that we... Really won't be able to see much of it because the sun is going down. Yes, this right here, this block, is where I shall place... Should I do all the pink wool or just six for season six? One, two, three. Oh, this is going to hurt when I do this. Uh, Let's... Let's do that. Four, five, six. Or should I do five for five years? Five for five years, everybody. Five blocks of pink wool for five years. Let's place the sign. Let, we'll place the sign. Whoa, whoa. We'll place the sign. Wolfie, 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 have a seat. We'll place the sign tomorrow. Uh, or next episode, I suppose I should say. Simply because uh, we're, we're plumb out of time here, my friends. We are, we are fresh out of time. So let's do that accidentally again. Let's get this water off of our bar. And let's dig in. Let's dig the hidey hole right underneath the five blocks for five years of walking west to the far lands. Like I said, I'll place the sign. Uh, Wolfie, do you want to get just a little bit closer, but also be very, very careful? Yeah, that's that's great, actually. And let's actually do this so I can actually see see a face. There we go. Let's make a little roof there and uh, fill out the rest of this. Great, great news, everybody. Great, a great day was had on five years of walking to the Far Lands. And I do appreciate everybody's support, whether or not it's an official YouTube show, whether or not uh, uh, we're, we're stopping or going or we're consistent or not. All, all of you folks who, who helped us out, helped out Child's Play Charity, and uh, yeah, five, five years of walking. It's gonna... Christopher Walken, that is. It's gonna take uh, certainly more than that as we continue on, even at this pace, this increased pace. 
and I hope you stick along for the journey. I'd really appreciate it, and uh, I'm really looking forward to to making making new friends, like we made over the weekend, and uh, doing more things, recording more videos, doing more streams, having more flabathons, raising more money for Child's Play Charity at FarlandsBus.com. Segway. <laughs> so keep doing that. Keep asking those questions. Uh, I made the beds already, so let's. I guess we can make three beds. We got enough space. Let's do that. Yeah, that's uh, it's great. It's it's hard to comprehend, honestly. It's really hard to comprehend. Uh, but uh, a lot has changed. A lot has continues to change, and and I'm glad to have you. Like I said, along for the ride, and 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 I appreciate you you having me as as part of as part of your Minecraft YouTube internet experience. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I. We'll see you next time. my head on the shelf.